there's no special invitees, you are the special one. Yeah, please come and sit wherever the space allows you to sit. Thank you so much. Thank you. Worship you. Thank you all. You know Joshua, yesterday when I was flying from Kolkata, till today, one song that was humming in my heart was this, Then Sings My Soul. And then night yesterday, I was sleeping but my soul, my inside me, this song was humming, Then Sings My Soul. What a great joy. I wanted to sing it today. You know, when I, in midst of that, my message. Yesterday when I was traveling from Kolkata, at around 4 o'clock onwards evening to till now, my soul was filled with, with this song that sings my soul. My soul. Praise God. We thank you. Everyone within a short notice, location change, Venue change, God unchanging. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. My my podium is changed. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Lord. It's a very short notice we had to do, and unexpected things happened in 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 uh, you know retaining our venue there because of Diwali holidays and maybe next Sunday also we don't know God what is in store from God otherwise we can be in the mess and clean up the mess up right <laughs> so we can worship here okay and that's why uh, uh, we have made it little shorter because we didn't give them previous intimation about the timing Next week, maybe Mr. President will announce we may have a little early and finish it off a little early uh, so that we can accommodate everything together and everything look uh, synchronized and balanced so that not, nobody will be having any kind of uh, you know pains or uh, apprehensions. So thank you so much for being, come, being here. It's a privilege to welcome each one of you and it's a great privilege to stand with you and before you as a pastor. Nothing else, nothing else gives me joy, nothing else gives me joy than to be among, in the midst of the church that we can, we can, we can, uh, you know, worship together and sing a song to the Lord. You know, as today, Pastor George, was talking in the church and it has been taught many times here. The songs that we sing is not the worship, the worship is the heart. Bible says, God said, with worship your God, Lord, with all of your heart and not with all of your song and all of your music, with your heart. And heart is the love for God, is the worship that we give. And the songs, the lyrics and the musics are the expression of that love that we give it to Him. So praise God that we could uh, uh, to come together and uh, worship Him here. You know, uh, I, I've been traveling. Uh, I was with my ailing mother for last one week in Kolkata. I just for the church, I came here. Maybe in two days, I will again fly back to be with her in the time with her. And she is almost 
without any consciousness and uh, lying on the bed. And it was very painful for me. You know, the mother who used to carry me, I could carry her to, to, to the bed. I need to carry her to put her sleep. I need to help her. And that was uh, one, one way it was uh, God has given me the opportunity to serve my mother, though very few days. But it is nothing painful than this to see our mothers, our parents, our, our siblings suffer, our known people suffer. But the joy is that one day, beyond these sufferings, we will see them in our, in, when we meet them in the eternal place. That is the greatest joy that we have. So I pray the Holy Spirit may give me strength enough to, to stand here and to give you the message, a small portion of message that uh, uh, today morning I was meditating, something came into my, my heart in continuation to what I'm talking. I spoke about uh, many things, raptures and uh, how you can live Christian life, about backsliding. I spoke about sin, how sin comes into our life. And today morning, I just uh, I scribbled down some some notes like that, and that is what I wanted to bring it to you. The the topic of my message is uh, choices determines destinies. Choices determines the destiny. And this in continuation to the message that I'm I used to share, and that is what about the rapture. You know, where you spend your eternity depends upon a choice that you make. Where you spend your eternity depends upon a choice that you make. As Second Peter, Second Peter three nine, Jesus said, Apostle Peter quotes that Jesus said that it is my I am willing that none of them may perish but have eternal life. Perish means in Greek language translated to English means none of may got punished for unrepented sin. There is no unrepented sin. There could be many sins that we committed but it is still remaining unrepented. It could be unforgiveness, it could be a harsh word that we spoke to somebody, it could be unknowingly a bad look to somebody, it could be used, it's okay, it's normal. It is normal for us but it is not normal for in the eyes of God, you know. So then it is says that, uh, no, uh, Unrepented saying none may perish like that, none may go come to judgment like that. So it is willing, means God's it, God it is it is his will that no one get punished such a way. So it is uh, then how we end up in eternal judgment for the for the eternal hell because it is the choice that we make. Uh, the choices determines the destinies, right? What choices we make determines the, the 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 destinies. You, you how many of you know when you buy a product? I think so. Not in my book. Maybe can I see your mobile here in the mobile? In in maybe when you purchased a bag, you had uh, scanned it. In every product that you see nowadays, not earlier days, but today, there is an expiration expiry date on that. And that is visible. How many of you know that the day that you have gone, you carry an expiry date which is not visible? 
every product that is you using, even the shoes, the sandals, the belt, the uh, ornaments, anything and everything, the medicines, the, the you know, uh, what you call cosmetic items, everything has an expiry date and which is very easily visible. But the day you born, you carried an expiry date that is not visible, that is known to you. Because times and seasons are in the hands of God. Amen? Times and seasons are in the hands of God. And that's why Jesus said, tonight when I take your life, where will you go? It is the choice that you took determines where will you go. You cannot go to Umacharasta without having a determination and then you will end up maybe Wagodiya Charasta. Because you are determined to go to a place, you never sat on the airplane without thinking that you need to go come to India. When you came to India, you should have already in my mind I need to go to Vadodra called a place and then Wagodiya and the place called the Parul University. Otherwise you are not here. The same, that means what? It was a determined, deliberate choice made you in PSU or PU. Parul University, the same way it is a deliberate and determined calculated decision that will take you to heaven or hell. Nobody goes to heaven or hell accidentally. Nobody goes to heaven or hell accidentally. It is sure choice. So, I'm talking about this that there is you carry a an invisible expiry date. Hebrews chapter 9, 25 says, there's one life after that judgment. Death and judgment. So there is only one life. The moment you die, that is another theology and topic. The moment you die, where will you go? Where? What is your destiny? Where are you? How you people say, we go there, we go there. I will talk one day. The moment your breath leaves your body, what is the destiny of that person? That is another topic. Already I prepared a part of the message. I will, I will give you that understanding so that you can know that by putting some flowers on the, on the tomb or by praying a, pri a priest praying, take this soul, God or somebody's name does not give you heaven. You need to, before you leave your breath from the body, you need to take a decision to be right with God. And that to be right with God, there is only one way. That way is called Jesus Christ. There is no other way. You can walk any way, but there is only one way towards God. And Jesus said, without me, nobody can see my Father. Please underline it in your mind. There is no other way than Jesus to see your Father. Okay? So, the topic came to my mind in the morning was... Deuteronomy chapter 13, just because we did not have the facilities to show the word, please take up. This is important. Sometimes you need to carry your Bible because many times we cannot show you. Okay? Deuteronomy chapter 13, 19, sorry, 16, 15, 16. Sorry, let me say it again. 19 to 20. Deuteronomy chapter 30, 19 to 20. I caught heaven and earth as witness today against you that if you do not have a Bible, share with your neighbor. Okay? I have set before you 
life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. Why? That both you and your descendants may live. Not only you, but your descendants, which the generation to come may live. And then says that you may love the Lord. Why you need to live? That you may love the Lord, your God, that you not only love your God, that you may obey his voice and that you may cling to him. Okay? For he is your life and the length of your days. And that you may dwell in the land which the Lord sowed to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob to give to them. Amen? So the here says, I have set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. If you read, look into, into chapter 30 verse 1 that says, The blessing and curse which I have set before you. Is before you. Means what? I have kept before you. You are the one who chose that. I have nothing to do with that. Okay? Then it says, what it says in second, And you return to the Lord your God and obey his voice according to all that I commanded you today, you and your children, with all of your heart and with all of your soul. Worshipping God is not just a song. All of your heart and your soul. That how we express through lyrics, words, music, we express as a worship. Okay? And then what it says, verse 5, you read this chapter 30, you will be very much blessed. Okay? Then 5 says, then the Lord your God will bring you, okay, he says, he will prosper you and multiply you more than the fathers. I want to tell you, prosperity is also a choice. Many preachers say, before, because of grace you will be prospered. Bible says, it is God who gives you strength to earn wealth. Prosperity is a choice. I have not created you tail, but I have created you head. You will not be beneath, but you will be up. That's how God created you. What you become is your choice. If you become tail, it is your choice. You become beneath, it is your choice. Got it? Very clear. Then it says, 6, And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and your heart of your descendants. For what? To love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, that you may live. So God, the very life, the very born again experiences, receiving Jesus Christ as personal Savior, that's why we are sitting here. It is given to, for what? To love God with all of your heart and soul. Not to love somebody else. Love your God with all of your heart. We cannot love the church. We cannot uh, uh, waste our life loving some pastors or prophets or prophecies. With all of our heart we need to worship the God who gives prophecy. We cannot worship something that is creation. We, we need to worship with all of our heart and soul the creator. Amen. That's why God has given us this very life. You need to understand that. And then 8 to us says, And you will again obey the voice of the Lord and do all the commandments. This is very important. Connected through all these things. You, you can be prosper, you can be blessing, you can be a worshipper only when you obey the voice of the Lord. We listen to the voice of the Lord, but we do not obey the voice of the Lord. 
Is it clear? We listen. Your age, you calculate how many Sundays you listen to the voice of the Lord. Through the pastors, through the prophets, through your own meditation, through your dreams and visions. How many times you heard the voice of the Lord? Did you obey it? That's the question that you need to ask. Okay. Then verse 9 says, The Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over you, your fathers. Understand that. This heavenly father rejoices over you. He wanted to rejoice over you. Like he rejoiced over his, your forefathers. And what? For that what he says? Make your abounding work of your hand. Your study, your job, your farming, whatever your work, hand is working. God says, I will bless it. And then he says, in the fruit of your body. Fruit of your body means? The children. The children. Fruit of the body. Okay? In the increase your livestock means what? The cattle and everything that is given. The product of your land means all the crops and everything that God has given you. For the Lord God again means what? All the blessings come from God. You cannot have anything with your own ability from God. Okay? You just because you are smart and beautiful, you cannot have fruit of your body. Many Beautiful and strong men and women are children without children. They are barren. Because the fruit of the body is a blessing from God. The many literate men are struggling to get a job. Why? Because the God is the one who does the work of your hand. Okay? Many industrialists have many, many, many big companies, but they cannot prosper. Why? Because God knows. That's why Psalm 127 says, And if the God plus builds the house, the builder's building is in vain. You study with your own strength, your study is in vain. Make God center of your study. If you are gymming, going to gym, you can make your body strong, but the, it cannot be health until God intervenes in your body, in your exercises. You can gym and make biceps, but when God comes, that body that you made strong could be a good health. You can have all important new technology for farming and you have the best quality of seeds to sow but if God is not there to provide air and rain in due time, your labor is in vain. Understand that? And then he says, verse 10, if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Why you need to obey the voice of the Lord your God? To keep his commandments. It's statues which is written in this book of law. And if you turn to the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul. Hallelujah. Not some part of your soul, 30% of the soul. No, with all of your heart and soul, you need to turn to God. Some people are 50-50. No? 
In India, sometimes we say that that kind of people, looking Tokyo, going London. Means what? Eyes are here, going there. We are aimless people, visionless people. We study, but uh, we have come to India to study, but we are doing is pleasure. I'm not talking about you, there are many outside, okay? If somebody is inside, it's about you. <laughs> we have come to study, but we, are, uh, we have come to study to get uh, percentage of whatever numbers of marks, but most of the time we are getting good marks in bunging the class. You know? So, then verse 11. For this command which I command you today. When? Not that day. Today. God is speaking to through me. What? It's not too mysterious for you, nor it is so far from you. Means what God is saying? It is not so hard for you to obey. Remember what I said. Christian living is not easy, but it is worthy. Amen? Christian living is not so easy, but it is worthy to live for. Jesus said, no, it is, it is good that with one eye you go to heaven rather than with both eyes you go to heaven. You know, it's not easy, but it is worthy. How many of you feel? And how many of you feel? Everybody has feeling. But uh, how many of you believe that it is worth to be different from the world as a Christian? You know? We cannot be, we cannot lead a hypocritical life. You know? We are here, the St. Peter's, and in outside, you know it. Okay. Then it says, it is not in heaven that you should say who will ascend into heaven. Then it says, it's not beyond. Means what? It is not so far. It's not so hard that I like this. Verse 14. But the word is very near to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say the word is very near to you. You need not to go to, to some seven seas far or you need not to go to heaven or anywhere. It is near to you. Where it is? In your heart. Moses had a tablet made of stone and then when he, he broke it and God said, you make the stone. When you break, God will ask you to make it. Then I will write it. You understand that? When Moses, God gave a tablet which was made by God, written by God. And in his anger, he, failed, uh, he broke it and what God said, now you bring a tablet, I will write on it. And then what later God said, now I will write in the tablets of their heart. Today, we, we carry the law of God in our heart. Okay, and it says that it is very, very near in your mouth and in your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Life and death is in the power of your tongues. It is in the heart and in your mouth that you may do it. What for it? You may sing it. Right? Said like that? You may hear it. You may put it social media. Written like that? No. What is written? You may do it. That's why James says, just not be hearers of the word of God, but be doers of the word of God. God is necessary. doesn't give this Bible, just be here and forget it. 
It is not just become a Christian by putting a post on the Facebook or some social media and write something. It is easy to sit behind a in a in a in a behind a computer and put up some canva and take up some scripture on that and then put in the score. But it is need to be in your mouth to speak and your heart to do. Okay, then it's a C. I have said before you today, life and good, death and evil. Hallelujah. Today, what is that? Life and good, death and evil. In some translation, life and prosperity says life and prosperity. Okay? And then it says, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God, walk to in his ways and to keep his commands, his statutes and his judgments that you may live and multiply. Okay? Just because you carry this black book, everybody say, the black book, yeah, it is the black book, but the, the letters of this book can make you whiter than snow. You know, it's not just to carry the Bible. It is important that what you may you may walk in his ways, you may keep his commandments, you his statutes and judgment that you may live and multiply. And then what says Wilford and the Lord your God will bless you in the life in the land which you go to possess. Okay, but verse seventeen: If your heart turns away so that you do not hear and are thrown away and worship other gods and serve them. I announce you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. So God is saying that there's a blessing in our life when we turn to God. There's a blessing when we turn to God, you know? And that's why I said that it is the choices determines the destinies that we believe, okay? So, you know? What do you do with this Bible? It's not a book, it is the book. Okay? So what do you do with the book? What do you do? If you want me to quickly finish, you need to answer me something. You read? Okay? Then? Meditate it? Good? Tell me, tell me. out you leave it right anybody in the back we will sit and hear like that they will leave it they will meditate it they will read the back side sitting people we will hear <laughs> like that no what is the with the book we need to do I give you three L for Bible learn it love it and live it Learn it, love it, and live it. 
important you need to learn the bible why you need to learn the bible because to love it without loving you cannot walk in the word of god it's very important so learn it love it and live it thank you for participating with me okay so many young people as you are many think that we need to give up our sin to come to jesus this is some myth that we can how can i go to jesus how can i go how can i have done this much of things which is unpardonable i wanted to tell you you can come to jesus with your sin you can come to jesus with your addiction you can come to jesus with your failures because he is the god who forgives he is the god's he is the god his son's blood washes you from all sins and he is the god who gives you to be the to the gives you the right to become the sons and daughters when you start living in him amen don't wait some miracle to happen wherever you are whatever condition you are turn to jesus Turn to Jesus. The wisest, the costliest, the important decision one man in ever living in the world can take is this: to some point of time, turn back to sin and turn to Jesus. That is the valuable decision that you can take. Your decision to come to India and study in Parul University is not the wisest decision. Not talking about that. It is your wisest decision is to turn back to sin and turn to Jesus and be right with your heavenly Father. Am I talking to somebody there in the back? Right? It is the wisest decision that we can take. Any people, any generation today is living in sin. why because of bad choices because of bad association because of bad companies of friends that's why bible says bad company corrupt good people your association matters the books that you read matters the movie that you see matters the kind of channels that you hold in your mobile phone matters the kind of chats you share with your friends any x y z friends matters because any bad association can corrupt you it not necessarily a human being a bad company it could be sometime the very social media where you become a victim that can corrupt you I don't know how many of you are holding a Netflix account in your mobile phone and you think that I can control it you are a fool because you begin good but you end up fail and even you also thought like that I can see the fruit I can smell the fruit I can touch the fruit i can do everything that take one day they end up eating it you need to come out of that social media things which on which you do not have control 
I'm not saying all social media is wrong. As long as you control social media. I was in Facebook. I had 95% my friends in the Facebooks were Christian friends. But what happened? My 100% time goes just to answering their question that deprived me from having my personal prayer time. And one day what I did, I deactivated Facebook. I said, God, wherever they are, I am in India, they are in America. I cannot do a miracle you only can do. You provide a good doctor for these patients wherever they are. But I want to safeguard my life, my relationship with you. I came out of Facebook. I came out of Instagram. I came out. And now, you know, in the, in the WhatsApp also, I have like a to-do list in my company I do. I just go in the morning, this particular time I will check email. Afternoon this time, I spend same way WhatsApp. I just give time. This time, this time, this time, I will see the WhatsApp. I want to tell you, it is not necessary a human being walk with you, corrupt you, but the, it is possible that unseen friend who is in the mobile walking with you, living with you. You know, that's why I said last Sunday, what uh, we are living in an audio-visual visual generation. Audio-visual generation. First thing, earlier we used to call the name of the Lord. First thing today we do is that. Mobile phone. We are awake at 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock also to say happy birthday. <laughs> and not only you are awake, you make me also awake. Because I have special tones, ringtones for all group. When this ringtones comes, I will immediately get up. I think, oh, something happened to my children in Parum. And then I say, one girl is dancing, one is dancing, one is going. What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> Praise God. I'm still born in India. <laughs> My bones are okay. Okay. So, it's like that. I want to tell you, last time I said, give me somebody mobile. Can I have it? I will give it back to you. <laughs> this mobile phones, you have many apps inside that. 100% apps you use? No. That's what last time I said. In this mobile, there are certain apps which are not used, but this is occupying the space and discharging the battery. There are some such relationship in our life. They walk with us. They are not beneficial to us. They will take your blessing and they will drain you. Choose who charge you, not who drain you. If somebody is draining you, goodbye. God bless you. I will pray for you. Please don't hate them. Not a single human being whom God created should be hated. We should love them. But we should not be in friendship with what they do because they can train you. Associate with people who will charge you. 
the part the friends the association you choose is vital okay a wrong choice can go go i tell you let me see with great pain and with great love and passion actually you are one choice i'm just irrespective of anybody don't don't uh, uh, feel offended suppose the action the very action that goes wrong your end siblings your end sister your end brothers are seeing and then saying my elder brother my dad did this this could be right don't you know that your lifestyle can influence your younger generation if you go into an abortion without marriage then your younger sister or brother will think my sister did it so it is right if you go into a marriage you go into a physical relationship without having a marriage then your younger brother or sister think just because my brother or sister had a relationship and sex with the their boyfriends it is right for me to have what are you sowing into this generation don't you think that you will influence the coming generation don't you think that god will not hold you responsible for the weeds that you sowing into the lives of your children your your family where you are supposed to sow the wheat you sowed the seed the, the weed i want to tell you tonight would you take a right choice that for you i cannot make it only you can do it and what is that right choice to be right with god by by faith in jesus christ and receiving him as your personal savior and your god god's commandment says it says life and blessing i kept before you two three points quickly i say choosing life involves loving god when god says i kept life and death before you if you want to choose life you need to love god understand that without loving god life is not there jesus said i am life and resurrection so if you don't love jesus you cannot have life right right that's why deuteronomy said love your god with all of your heart and mind and soul and strength secondly choosing life means walking in god's way if you need to if you need to choose life you need to love god when you need when you love god you are bound to walk in god's way thirdly choosing life means not only loving god not only walking in his ways it is also important to obey his commandments keep his commandments you go back and read matthew chapter 5 21 to 37 where jesus says about choosing life and fourthly the you to choose life you must have a changed heart you need to have a changed heart and the changing of heart is only possible through jesus when what is the corinthians 517 says one one is in christ he is a new creation the old is gone all become new what the bible says 
When you come to me, I will remove your stony heart and give you a heart of flesh. It is only by God possible. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said, I am the way, truth and life. John 15, 16, Jesus said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. You have a chosen generation sitting here. Would you please make your life right with God by faith in Jesus Christ? Love and forgiveness must be chosen. Love need to be chosen. Love is given, but as long as you do not respond to receive, you cannot get it. You know, life is kept, you need to choose to receive it. Joshua heard what Moses said. That's why Joshua said, as for me and my family, my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, not he said about himself. He says, as for, as for me and my household, today it, may be, it, today it may be you individual. Tomorrow you may have, an hus have a husband or a wife. You may have a children. What you sow today will be what you reap tomorrow. What is the choice that you have made before God? And I want to tell you, choosing life is not some, you know, lifting up hands and saying after a pastor or a prophet, a sinner's prayer for one time. No, it is important to believe in your heart that Jesus rose from the dead. And it is also important publicly confess by your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. But I want to tell you, choosing life, what Bible says, choose life, it is a daily decision. Needed to daily choose this life. Today you chose life by having him as friend. He's a godly person. Tomorrow you choose somebody else. And that person may not be godly. Choose every day. Every day. With whom I should walk. With whom I, whom I should listen. Don't go to any Hick and Harry and Tom and Jerry on online because they say God. God become a political statement. For every religion, God is one. But for us, Jesus is the Lord. Am I talking to somebody? Yes. I want to tell you, I'm concluding. Our choices have consequences. And that consequence, the choices that you make, determines the quality of life that you will live on the face of the earth and the quality of life that you will live on the eternity. I started saying, I started saying what? Choices determines destinations. We are destinies. I want to tell you, Remember life. See, <laughs> how many of you ever thanked God for gift of life? But did you ever thought about a second part of that? The very life that you and me enjoy is a gift. 
but it is a choice. Got it? Life God given is a gift to you, but it is depending on you whether you choose that life for blessing or you choose that life for evil. We are not breathing, okay? I am cho choosing life like uh, suppose, uh, you know, uh, traffic, okay, this road is congested, so it is barricade put, you need to go to the So today morning I am not in a mood to be a blessed son, child of God. So here it is a barricade, red light, so I will walk from here. No. Every day we have a gift of life and you and me choose whether that gift of life to be a blessing or a for an evil. It's good or for life. I want to tell you something and then to close here. I do not know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, to, to put any one of you in trouble. I don't know, some of you may be a single mother's son and daughter. Some of you may be a time your parents didn't want a child but it happened and so they kept you. Some of you, because your mother is so not so educated, or some of you, the mother left you and married somebody else. But all this thing you can, you can think or speak or evaluate because you are alive. I think you got the point. The very life physically you are living is because of the choice of your parents not to abort you, not to kill you. The very mother you may be not good with because of her, her, her mercy that you are still alive on the face of the earth. If she would have chosen that time, I don't need a child, she would have aborted you and you would have never born. How many times you were thankful to that father and mother? Not only the heavenly father who created you, but the father and mother who become a vessel to give birth to you. I always say, God is the creator and dad and mom are just a vessel, medium to bring you into this world. Have you ever thanked your parents for not choosing to kill you? but it keep keep you alive. It was a choice. If have you never said, tonight call your parents, text to them, Dad, Mom, I love you. Just because you can speak some KJV English doesn't make you literate. Not KJV English, we can say it's Elizabeth English. <laughs> Huh? Just because you are studying in a, in, a, in a college doesn't mean you are a literate. You can be, you are only honoring God when you listen, learn His word, love it and live it. And when you learn and love and live, you will start loving your parents also, your siblings also. Tonight I want to close it here. That's why the song came into my heart saying, then sings my soul. 
that was the time that I want to ask you, is there is anybody who is here? You are not by an accident you are here. You are listening to me just not because somebody invited you. Praise God for those who invited you. They were just a medium. Today you are here to listen to this. Before today, you go and hit your head on your pillow. Would you be willing to make a point where you make your life right with God? Saying, Jesus, I love you. Heavenly Dad, I thank you that you loved me so much. You have not withheld your son. You gave it for me. And he came and died for me. And by his stripes I am healed. By his blood, shedding of his blood, I received salvation. And when I received him, I got the right to become your child. I love him. Is there somebody from here to last city? You may be a Christian born in a Christian family. You may be a church goer. You may be a usher. You may be a pastor's daughter or son. You may be an evangelist. You may be anything. But do you hold a right relationship with God? You can carry the Bible. As last Sunday I said, I, go to, I like Italian food and I go to Italian restaurant. Doesn't make me Italian. You go to McDonald's and eat a burger. Does not make you a burger. Just because coming to church or carrying a Bible does not make you a Christian. You can't be a Christian only when you have a right relationship with Jesus. Do you have that today? I don't know whether you know or not, Indian people may be knowing. There is a Canada actor, Pulit, 44 years old, a massive heart attack. He's one of the superstars of Canada, South India, and a massive heart attack without life. And I had the privilege to, to speak about life. A 66-year-old man stood up and gave his heart died in Christ and went to be with the Lord. What is important to you? Your degree starts in the and finishes in the earth. Your degree does not qualify you to be in heaven. What qualifies you is what you did with Jesus. The question that God is asking is this, what you did with Jesus. What said in Matthew, in public, if you are not ashamed to speak about me in the Father's room, in the before the angels and my Father, I will not be ashamed about you. Are you ashamed about saying, I am a child of God? Are you ashamed about saying, Jesus is my Lord and Savior? Don't just every time a political word, God loves you. Yes, God loves you. Make Jesus your Lord. I want Stuart to sing that song. Then sings my soul. I give you two minutes of time. If there is anybody sitting here, you are not sure about the choices that you made. You are not sure about the de destinations that you have. This is your day. This is your day. Confess your sin. Repent and turn from that old ways. And say, Lord, I love you. I thank you for the blood that you shed for me. I thank you for your blood cleanses me from all unrighteousness. I want to give my life.
life to you. Make your life right with Jesus. So that tonight, if our time comes, our name is called back, we have this hope that I will be with you. I will be with him in heaven. And if there is anybody who wants to say that I want to set my life right, don't think about anybody else. Because the people who sit or stand cannot take you to heaven. It is your decision that will change your destiny today. Don't look about anybody. If you are that person, stand up in your place. Say, Lord, I want to set right my life. I, don't, I want to set my relationship right with Jesus. I have many flaws. With that I am coming to you. I'm not trying to be good. With all failures, all faults, all frailty, I'm coming to you. Wherever you are, don't speak, don't talk to one another. Lift up your hands, close your eyes and have a personal prayer with God. Say, God, I give my life to you. I give my life to you. Whatever way you are standing, sitting, leaning down, prostrate, whatever way you are. The position doesn't mean matters. The decision matters. Lift up your hands. Accept your foes. Repent to God.
may not touch their soul. The enemy may not put them in temptation. The enemy may not give them food.